is as instructors, independent instructors, um, transition into you know, teaching online, the ones that are more successful are the ones that have done the work mm. and truly recognize themselves as an entrepreneur. Mm. So those instructors, um, I think, are thriving right now. And um, the other instructors who maybe have not put in the work or, ha- or had the epiphany that they are an entrepreneur, mm. um, those instructors are having a taste for the ability to scale their offerings online, digitally, and are really liking that a lot. Welcome to Simple Steps, your practical guide to uncomplicate your next move. Want to market your expertise but have no idea how to start? This podcast is intended to borrow internal insights and best practices from coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, and startups. Just like you, they have the guts to disrupt their own career paths by starting their entrepreneurial journey. You are not alone. Welcome to the community of world changers and find courage inspiration, and easy steps to finally start. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, my name is Aggie Luna and I'm the founder of Simplified Branding. One day, I just got tired of building someone else's dream and decided to move forward and fully utilize my combined expertise of more than 15 years in learning and development marketing, and branding to empower subject matter experts to monetize their genius by helping them brand their online courses. In this week's episode, I get to speak to Mandy Bateman. She is the CEO and founder of LubDub, a platform for wellnesspreneurs. She has a solid background in sales for almost a decade, and she is also a certified yoga and Pilates teacher and has done studio consulting and teacher training. She is a Franklin Method educator in the San Francisco Bay Area, and she has worked with so many new and seasoned teachers, coaching them in essential language, connection with students, and effective tactile and verbal cues. Yes, thanks for taking the time. I know you're very busy, but I'm very fortunate that um, I get to talk to you for the next hour. So I know you a little bit, but our audience um, has a little bit of idea about you. So I'm going to give you a chance to give us a snapshot of your expertise. Sure. Well, um, I have been a Pilates and yoga and Franklin Method instructor, independent instructor for the past 15 years. Um, so I teach clients, um, movement and mindfulness and breathing. Um, and I have transitioned my career into, um, actually a technology company. Um, so I am the founder and CEO of LubDub, uh, that is L-U-B-B-D-U-B-B. And um, we launched in late 2018, um, and our platform is a two-way marketplace where individual instructors like myself Mm -hmm. uh, can post their offerings and um, interact with their clients and students um, doing um, scheduling, promotion, and booking of their live events. Mm-hmm. Um, and now virtual events. Um, so I um, am a domain expertise 
or expert, excuse me, in, um, in fitness and wellness. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I, uh, have been a student, um, a master instructor, um, a strategy consultant for studios and then, um, and now, uh, run a tech company. So. Yeah, and it's a very impressive transition. So, um, and I know that you have a lot of things on your plate on a daily basis. So I'm curious to find out what do you love most about what you do? Um, that's a great question. Um, I wear a lot of different hats. Um, and I really, really um, consider myself a visionary and a product person. Oh. So actually um, coming up with functionality um, on our product, working with our design team and worth working with our development team, those really light me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to interact with our users, particularly Mm -hmm. our instructor users. So Mm -hmm. we do a lot of education with our instructors and empower them to be better business people. So Mm -hmm. I really enjoy um, basically being a community leader um, and um, instructors are kind of like herding cats. and um, I consider, consider myself a cat as well. So um, yeah, those are my two favorite hats to wear, being part of the community and then also um, creating the product that um, best serves them and their business. And it's so amazing to see you in this light. I know we've worked together for a little bit, but um, usually leaders that are very technically competent and efficient, right? They, they lack the people skills. But for you, it's like you, you recognize both are important and you're making time building relationships with other cats or other yeah. instructors, uh, but at the same time, trying to better them uh, every step of the way. So um, I know you like what you do. You love it. You love the effect um, that uh, you're bringing to this great community. Are there tasks that you're kind of like, that's a happy to avoid task for me. I don't really like doing that. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I'm like more of a big picture person. So Mm -hmm. the nuances um, of doing, you know, probably a lot of the executive functions um, and operational functions of our business are my least favorite things to do. I happily um, have a bookkeeper that does our books. Um, And as you know, I don't like social media so much. So um, I happily avoid um, social media. Um, And um, yeah, I guess those are my two least favorite things. Happy to avoid tasks, right? (laughs) And um, we all have those and we know we just have to hustle, right? It's either we execute it ourselves or we delegate it. So what are effective ways that you've discovered to tackle these hard tasks? Um, well, I guess for social media, um, usually exercising is the, is the way that I motivate myself. I feel good about like, cause I feel like I have to put out my, you know, best self. Mm, Maybe with social media, that's actually the wrong thing to do is maybe it's about being more authentic and Mm. not being the best self, but I like to present my best self. And so (laughs) I do a lot of video content. So I like to go for a run to get motivated to do that kind of um, uh, work. And then in regard to the other administrative um, things that I like to avoid, um, I uh, I wait until the very, like, until the deadline, basically. (laughs) So I, like, have to have a deadline. And then 
I have to push to meet the deadline. <laughs> yeah, I get that rush, right? I, I, yeah, yeah. I totally relate to, in that aspect when it comes to taxes. I'm just like, oh, it's April 14, and it's like, ah, grab all the receipts. Time for a quick break. You know, maintaining the back-end operations of a business, no matter how big or small, can be daunting. To help users keep on top of their workload, HoneyBook allows task reminders to be created and automated payment reminders can be sent based on project payment due dates. It also facilitates secure online payment within the system and contracts can be signed digitally. The solution also provides users with the necessary tools to track reservations, payment schedules, and leads automatically. You can try it out free, and yes, I can hook you up with 50% discount, not just for your first month, but for the entire first year. That's 12 full months of savings. So head over to share.honeybook.com slash 50 off. Let me say that slowly. That's share, S-H-A-R-E dot honeybook, H-O-N-E-Y-B-O-O-K dot com slash 50 off. Five zero O-F-F. All right, back to the episode. I know that this industry is such a big industry and such a unique industry. So I'd like to find out from your point of view, what have been like the tr emerging trends or like who are the rising thought leaders and tools and resources that you've seen come up at least for 2020? Like what's happening in your world, in your industry? I mean, this is all obviously very um, topical right this moment. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think that what I've seen is as instructors, independent instructors, um, transition into, you know, teaching online, the ones that are more successful are the ones that have done the work mm. and truly recognize themselves as an entrepreneur. Mm. So those instructors, um, I think are thriving right now. And, um, the other instructors who maybe have not put in the work or had or had the epiphany that they are an entrepreneur mm. um, those instructors are having a taste for the ability to scale their offerings online digitally and mm. are really liking that a lot mm. so there have been they have been really you know um, maybe some self-doubt played into this but they've been really fearful about the next frontier of mm. digital um, and I think they're really enjoying and, um, you know, um, becoming empowered with this new opportunity. Um, so, you know, that's the positive. The negative is, uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of free content out there mm. and, um, the, the more free content that is out there, the more it takes away from the solopreneur being able to monetize their offerings. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that this is an incredible opportunity for our industry. Um, however, um, I think it's really important that um, instructors really look at what they're putting out there and um, think about the future of our industry because what I've been thinking about recently is mm -hmm. um, the music industry. And okay. I think that 
as a musician, it's really hard to make a career as a musician because basically there's just free music everywhere, mm -hmm. right? So it's very hard for that individual or the band to like make money. And I can see that happening with the fitness and wellness industry as well. If people continue to push free content, um, then it really um, dilutes um, all of the other content that is um, put out there by individual instructors. So, yeah, and, and that's real talk because I know you're very passionate about not problem solving for the moment, right? You're saying that, okay, you know, times are tough, you might be giving it away for free, but there's a bigger implication of that across the industry, right? And it's very hard to let's say, to let's say, you know, like tell people and say, discipline them and say, oh, don't give free content because. Uh, I think what's lacking is how do you leverage that to be part of what you're saying, your, your entrepreneurial business, right? So if you think that that's a lead magnet or a way to introduce yourself to a new audience, maybe that's beneficial. But I can see the overarching effect of that. And to your point, not everyone has that macro view because right. they think I'm just executing this task at this day. Right. I think that, um, that like, just like you said, if there is a thoughtful plan and you are trying to, you know, create the top of your funnel and you intend to bring, you know, people down the funnel and you're giving them other, you know, higher priced offerings. Yes. It totally makes sense to put out some free content. What I think one of the big problems, well, there's, you know, there's two, I think really big problems is that like larger companies like Nike or ClassPass. um, have put out free content to the masses. Okay. So those are corporations putting out free content and the individual instructor is then, you know, diluted, um, because, you know, although I think there's total value in like being with a wellnesspreneur as one of the people who like support you in your well-being in your life. But what I think the personality type of a wellnesspreneur, um, is, of service. So mm -hmm. they're not necessarily thinking about their free content as this is the top of my funnel. They're thinking about the free content as um, I want to serve and what can I do for my community right now? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really noble and beautiful, but um, there are people out there that still have jobs that really do want to pay for, you know, the services. So I think that there's more creative ways that people should be putting their, you know, their, services out there. Yeah, for sure. And I would like to um, inquire about the others, the other side of the business, right? Because you said the platform allows individual fit pros to um, put their offerings in there. But what have you seen on the side of the studios? How are they taking advantage of the platform? Are they taking advantage of the platform at all? Uh, what is, what's your observation on that side of the business? Um, so that is the, that's kind of our competitor right now, I would say, mm -hmm. um, which is, um, interesting. Um, so we, in the past, we're working with some studios, um, but right now we're all individual instructors. Mm. So studios already have a solution. Um, they have mind body online. Um, mm. and they've been using mind body online to interact with their, um, clientele. Okay. Um, they do have instructors that, you know, were on their roster pre, um, COVID 
who are teaching the same type of classes that you would find on our platform. So like virtual live streaming classes. Uh, so yeah, I would, I'd actually like to go um, after that segment of the market soon. Cause wow. I think, I think we're a better solution for them. So there's, there's a, a big chunk of them that's doing the mind body path, but and what about, um, studios, can they take advantage of LoveDub that are not aware of that flat platform or that's not part of their solution pre-COVID? How can they take advantage of the LoveDub platform to be able to make their offerings available? Well, I, the one of the benefits of using MindBody Online is it has a light CRM. Um, so they, their, their um, clientele can buy packages mm. and, um, and, you know, memberships, um, LoveDub right now does not have that functionality. However, we're about to launch that in the next, um, hopefully two days. Mm. So once that's launched and, you know, there's a couple little um, UX and UI things that we'd like mm -hmm. to address just to make the user experience yeah. a little bit better. Um, I'm going to put my, um, you know, my outbound sales hat, hat back on and try to um, start to tap into the studio market as well, because we're a more affordable solution. And we, I think we're a bit more streamlined for this like current state of affairs. But, you know, they do, MindBodyOnline does ha have, um, you know, they, they have the studios locked in because of that, that CRM that they have. So that might be a tough sell. I have a couple of other ideas that are, you know, beyond the studios that I'd like to tackle as well. Yeah, well, that's exciting, um, specifically uh, knowing that LoveDub is improved. This next phase of what you're trying to offer to the market, does Mandy have like a certain style? What's your way? What's your ways of work? What are, what, what are ways of working that is kind of unique about you? You know, I think that I, I really like, I have like a little acronym um, that I've created myself, which, which is mission, you know, have a broader mission uh -huh. um, and then action. Um, so be, to be in action, do something all the time. That's like super, super messy. You know what I mean? Mm. Just like get out there, like see what it works, what works. And then iteration, mm. um, so then iterate on that and then celebration. Oh, wow. So, so that's my, my little uh, acronym that I've, that I like Mac. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it sounds <laughs> agile to me. <laughs> you can license it and sell it for yeah. for the the fit pros right how to get into this the, this method what's the mindset behind it it's really yeah but in in general i'm super messy like um i have notes all over the place i do stuff at random times of the day um <laughs> you know like no this is, is it's a, a crazy artist you know everything happening at one time but i am the other the one thing i am is i always it, this is could be problematic for <laughs> personal life, but I'm always in action. Like if there is something that needs to be done, I actually just do it right then at that moment. Yeah, and I think that's that's refreshing to know, right? Because it's like if you have fit pros that are wanting to take the same path, and they're like, I have to be X Y Z before I could be CEO of a, you know of a of a SaaS company. But what you're saying is that I just execute and iterate whatever I discover that's working, I just execute and iterate. And that's really the purpose of this podcast, right? To give people encouragement on like, what's your personal style? What's working for you? And how 
you know, how do you go from one step to, like, what's the simplest, simplest way to get from point A to point B? Yeah. And I think that that was one of my biggest learnings, like over the last couple of years is I did a lot of stuff in the very beginning that, and even people advised me not to, but I almost overplanned mm. and, and became more of an expert than I actually needed to be mm. um, and wasted a bunch of money, I think. So I, you know, like I was like, I have to incorporate right this second. I have to have, I need to pay attorneys all this money to like do things that were really not like necessary to do then. Um, you know, I needed to find somebody to do um, a pro forma, like hire like a CPA to do a pro forma for me. And honestly, I mean, those are all super important things, but I just think I, I did them a little bit too early. Mm, and that's going to preach, right? Because there are people that are listening right now and they're sitting and they're like, I don't have $5,000 to, to afford legal counsel. Mm -hmm. But you can still execute, right? At the very least, what can you do in this particular season with what you have? Like it depends on how risk avert you are. That's true. Right? That's true. So do you consider yourself more adventurous or more uh, cautious? Oh, I'm making this Oh, yeah. Yeah. No fear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, I, Simon Sinek um, is a famous like leadership guru once said that um, your brand is not what you say it is. It's what your client says it is. Mm -hmm. So in light of that, how would you like your brand to be remembered? What I think about often is, so as a female founder um, in the Bay Area, um, and I want to have a really, really big unicorn company, you know, mm -hmm. really, really have big goals and dreams for, for our company. Um, and I think that what, uh, people really are into is, um, disruption, mm, right? Yes. Disruption of industries. And I've been thinking about that a lot in regard to our industry, because certainly, um, you know, I wasn't the first to say it. There are people in our industry that want to burn it down. It's completely fragmented. It's not fair to the service and the service provider who are the most important part of the experience of fitness and wellness. It's just really, it, it's a sick industry in my personal opinion. So like, I, this is the perfect industry to disrupt, right? Mm -hmm. But what I want to be remembered as and what I want our company to be remembered as and what I hope that people like how they see our company is more of like an evolution, ready, right? rather than a disruption. And maybe you need disruption to have evolution, but I like the word evolution better because it's more feminine um, and it just seems, you know, it's more positive. So I would love for people to... And I don't know what the, you know, exact words are, but I would like for people to, to think of LoveDub as um, a company that helped to evolve the industry into something that is more holistic and fair for everyone who participates in it. Um, and to your point, the least service part of it is what you're trying to focus on. So that's where your heart is. I want to know the why behind it. I know you personally, uh, you've walked this process, you've walked this struggle um so why would you like your brand to remember it as an evolution uh 
well, I think that um, fitness and wellness providers are um, so some of our most important um, thought leaders in our community. And I think that the services that they provide are some of the most valuable services out there. Uh, it, it seems very unfair to me um, that um, I pay my attorney $500 an hour, bless his heart. He uses our platform and loves our platform. So if he's listening to this, I'm not calling you out, but I, I pay him $500 an hour and he is a valuable service provider, right? I totally trust him. But I think that ins instructors should get paid $500 an hour. I mean, like, what I do for my clients and how I'm able to heal my clients and how they walk into my sessions in one state and then leave the sessions, you know, feeling better, learning about their body, which is incredibly important. You know, this is the body and the mind. This is like what is going to be our vehicle for the experience of this existence. Mm -hmm. And so I feel, um, that, uh, it, it's, people need to shift away from like what is important, like intellect, like is that really, and business and making money, are those really the most important things um, in being a human? I don't think so. I actually think that there's a real opportunity for people to um, be really happy and, um, and have a really great life experience uh, being a bit more embodied. Mm. Do you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that, I feel like the mission, and I feel like instructors, I'm sure we're all going to verbalize it a little bit differently, but I feel like instructors would agree with me that there's a missed opportunity within our culture to um, be healthy and be well. And um, they're out there trying to spread that good word. And um, so I'm super passionate about supporting them so they can have a broader reach for the message that they want to um, take to their, their clients and communities. Building a brand is a huge endeavor. As a small business or a solopreneur, it is a big deal if you're able to seamlessly integrate all of the tools that you're already using. HoneyBook can help you work more efficiently than ever. It can integrate with third-party tools such as QuickBooks, Zapier, Google Calendar, Gmail, and many more to create seamless workflows and data synchronization. You can give their free trial a go, and because you're listening to this podcast, you can take full advantage of 50% discount, not just for your first month, but for the entire first year. That's 12 full months of savings. Head over to share.honeybook.com slash 50 off. That's share, S-H-A-R-E dot honeybook, H-O-N-E-Y-B-O-O-K dot com slash 50 off, 50-O-F-F. I hope you have taken notes and have gotten a lot of insights from today's episode. Head over to Instagram at simplified.branding and let's continue the conversation. And remember, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication.